0: So that's fine. We can do that anytime. Oh, God. Bye, bye, bye,
1: bye. <sighs> so
2: we're recording.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Coast City Comics <laughs> podcast. I'm going to try to leave that giant sigh in there. No, yet again, we've done it. Oh, my God. And my levels are peaking again. Why is this? Why are my levels peaking? I don't know. I'm going to get back from the mic. I'm getting a little close. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, How are you doing today, Chad?
2: Uh, I'm doing well. I'm I'm full of food. Yeah, me too. I'm doing well.
0: I mm. had many a tater tot.
2: Hmm.
0: I ate I had, four thousand um, tater tots.
2: That's that's too many. That
0: is far, mm. far too many,
2: even even for someone uh, like <laughs> Irish like yourself. That is too much.
0: That was it. I was I was celebrating. I was celebrating the uh, the the feast of seven potatoes that we all enjoy as Irish folks. It's
2: true. That's when you're haunted by the ghosts of the potato famine, and they show up, going, "Why aren't you eating more
0: potatoes?" <laughs> uh, I mean, even looking at myself, my God, am I really always this white? Is that is that my normal skin tone? Holy you, fuck! You've wow. taken on
2: the characteristics of a potato. Yes. Yeah.
0: I I myself am a potato. That is <laughs> terrifying. Hmm, oh well, whatever. yep yeah, So uh, so here we are, Chad, mm-hmm. again. What's that on the, pre- <laughs> on the
2: precipice, staring out into the yeah, mouth of madness.
0: We really are. We're at the mouth of madness or at the at the precipice of everybody being vaccinated hopefully. So mm-hmm. that's nice. But good god, you know, still nobody being nobody taking it seriously.
2: I uh I picked up some food today at a restaurant in the town where I live, which I'll never tell you creeps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unless you've listened to old episodes. It Uh, rhymes with Gorham. What? No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I live in Floorham. Uh, (laughs) No, I went to go do uh, Pickup, because I'm still doing Pickup. I haven't eaten in a restaurant since then. And I walked in to do the Pickup, and I looked around, and it was like a horror movie. Yes. For anyone who's been staying home this entire time, Uh, I looked around, (laughs) and I just saw 30 people all sitting there, no masks on. Like, the waitresses had masks. And the cook staff hadn't asked. And I was like, well, this is kind of... I don't know. The premise is out the fucking window at this point. You know? It's like... It's, you've got no windows going Who are you fooling? What are you... Right. Like, <laughs> it, what is this, like,
0: theatrical presentation you're putting on here? Why are you even bothering to, like... It, it's a puppet show at this point. It's like, why... Yeah. Stop pretending. Ninety-nine percent of people who are getting infected get infected at restaurants, and it's like, I get it. Restaurants and bars, you want to go, but that's, I mean, that's what happens. It's it's crazy.
2: Yeah, I just like signed my paperwork as fast as I could. I was like, all right, bye, (laughs) gotta go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's terrible. I mean, uh, Dave Gutter. Dave Gutter just got uh, got COVID, so that's upsetting. But he looks yeah. like he got a a fairly a fairly light dose. So,
2: yeah, one of the uh, one of the girls I used to work with at the ice cream delivery service actually just got it. Arr, God damn it! Sounds like she's getting it pretty rough though. Actually, so Ugh. she has she's got no taste, fevers like the whole nine yards. So, it's not it's not great. Uh, no, you know, like I have known people who have had to be on oxygen. Yeah, a, a, a friend of mine's dad had to go on oxygen. He had to get the the crazy shit that Trump, whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Whatever magical chemicals they pumped into him, they had to pump into him, too. And it's screwed up, man. Yeah, it's screwed up. I know there's still I know there's still people being like, well, it doesn't affect everyone as bad. It's like, yeah, man, but when it hits you, it hits you the fucking truck. Like, yep. yeah, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, mess no around.
0: Oh, it's the worst. So that's what we're gonna talk about all day is Oh just... God, please no. Okay. Let's skip over Jesus, that. Everybody no. knows. Everybody knows that it's terrible. Let's not worry about that
2: though. <laughs> There's one person that's going, What? <laughs>
0: the fucking Jared Leto of this uh this new world.
2: Speaking of which, did you did you happen I know you didn't. But did you try you knew it? <sighs> did you try and watch the Snyder Cup?
0: No, I haven't yet. I mean, I'm sure it's better than the original.
2: Uh, I heard it was four hours.
0: I don't know if I'm going to make it through four hours of that movie.
2: I I said fuck off when someone yeah. told me it was four hours. I said no thanks. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I I
0: think I think definitely no thanks. But I mean, I, you know, if you like it, good on you. But uh, not yeah. for me, I don't think. I mean, I, there were moments from the original that I thought were fine, you know, that there were, there were fun moments and some fun things that happened. I, I could definitely see how you could make a movie out of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's possible. So then he knows how to make a movie. So uh, I'm sure it's going to be fine. It's just <laughs> He's not a movie
2: guy. He's got movie people. I think he, he made a movie.
0: He missed the entire point of Watchmen, but uh, he made a Watchmen movie, um, it's fine. I like that.
2: I like the Watchmen
0: though. <laughs> no, no, no. I, here, that's the, <laughs> yeah. that is the thing. I thought Watchmen was fine too. I didn't hate Watchmen. The, mm-hmm. It was, there were lots of really beautifully shot scenes and it, it was basically just the text, but it also just kind of ignored the subtext entirely and just was like so surface that it was crazy. But you know, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a Hollywood version of, of Watchmen. It was pretty dead on. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the HBO series that completely veered away from everything and just made a new, like, a post-Watchmen story felt more like Watchmen to me than the movie. But, you know, whatever. Both were fine.
2: Hey, there's one for each of you.
0: There is, exactly. Like, if it's not your thing, you might like the other one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sick of hating things. I'm tired. Okay. I'm too tired to hate stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> hey, hey!
2: You know what? I got good news for you. Can I tell you something I liked?
0: Uh, you can.
2: Uh, one besides my shopping experience on CossetteComics Wow, I ordered. <laughs> I ordered Nightwing number seventy eight.
0: Holy shit!
2: Have and you this thought... is the. I thought it was great. Um, this is actually the first Nightwing comic that I have purchased. Uh I couldn't tell you the number it's more than 10 years. Yeah. This is the first one I've purchased because I thought he's been treading water and doing nothing but shit uh for a very long time and he's my favorite DC character. Yeah. Uh, my my other favorite yeah, this will tell you why I haven't really given a crap about DC in a long time. My other favorite DC character was Wally West.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
2: And they and they put and they just kicked him to the curb the second they brought Barry Oof. back so I was like I was like, "All right, I'm
0: out." He gets so little respect as a character. It's it's crazy how how mistreated he is as a as a DC character. They they'll bring him it's, back uh, and then they're just like like as an excuse to just like kick him out again. It feels like every time they they introduce they reintroduce him, it's just so that they can be like it, eh. and also now you're dead or you know now you're a murderer or you know whatever.
2: You know what bummed me out the most about them bringing Barry back, though, was that when I was reading Wally West stuff, I was also going back and buying the trades for Barry Allen stuff, like classic Barry Allen yeah. stories or whatever. And basically, when Barry came back, they made him act like the Wally West from the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. And I and that's what stung even more was that one, you got rid of Wally West, and then two, you're just having Barry ape. The Wally West version of the cartoon Yeah <laughs> Except he's a police forensics guy And I was like, Barry was never cool <laughs> Like, going back and reading the old ones He was, I mean, he was plain male white bread You know
0: Yeah, he was and Hal jordan
2: Yeah, you know And, like, that was, that was what stung the most When I was yeah. just like, Jesus, man You just, I don't know, whatever It doesn't matter the point is, is that there was a point where I was into DC a lot, and then they made some changes to those two characters, and I was like, Ugh, "I'm not really into, I'm not really feeling this anymore." But I will say this latest, uh, this newest issue of Nightwing, yeah, was very good. It was. very it was. Good. I don't know where it's going. I thought Blockbuster was dead, but I'm also willing to accept that everything's been reset. So I guess he's yeah. back. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, that's fine. I have, I have no um,
0: clue. I mean. Honestly, I don't remember Blockbuster. I I remember him being a character in Wolverine, uh, but I'm assuming that's a different Blockbuster. So uh, whatever. Yeah. Maybe his name was Roughhouse, but uh, he's I, the I, same I character.
2: Okay. Yeah. Blockbuster was like a it was like a kingpin uh, yeah. for Bloodhaven, and when I was reading it, this is a long time ago, back when Chuck Dixon was writing it.
0: Yeah. That was when um, I that was when I liked Nightwing as well.
2: I, I think that was when everybody liked Nightwing. I mean, that, actually, then,
0: that was the last time I liked Nightwing. Honestly.
2: Okay, we're up. We're ex- we're on the exact same page then. Yeah. <laughs> I think, because um, that was when there was that girl who was Tarantula, and then she just straight up had it with. Uh, she was another vigilante, and she had it with Blockbuster and just straight up took out a gun and shot him. <laughs> and Nightwing, you're not allowed to her. do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Nightwing could have stopped her And he didn't Oh that's right And that was the big moral thing was that he was like Oh man I hope Batman never finds out about this Because that would be real bad for me That was <laughs> you know? like
0: "Yep, yeah, I remember that Yeah Yeah. damn
2: But now he's back and squishing heads
0: and Now he's back and so. squishing everybody's head I, <laughs> You know okay so In the same vein as uh, yep. As you liking Nightwing again uh, I Came back to uh, to DC and I've been like, I've been reading everything and I love everything there is. Yeah. There's so it's, it's so funny because they tried to do a, uh, like an aping of Marvel before, Do you remember when Dan DiDio was like, here's my new world of heroes. And it's like this guy that looks just like Spider-Man, a guy who gets mad and he tears his purple pants and he's called Rampage. And it's like everybody was just like a, just a hair off from a Marvel character, just to the point where you couldn't start a lawsuit. And (laughs) it was insane. That, that whole thing was nuts. And this in some ways is kind of that. I mean, this is fractions Hawkeye you know very clearly it's got you know he owns a fucking building he gets a dog like in the first yeah. issue there there are some similarities but i don't think that that i don't think that that's all it is i think that there are there are surface similarities swamp thing very much they looked at ewings hulk and they were like you know we could do an immortal hulk with swamp thing and sure yeah. Th- that's i feel like th- that definitely came up in the conversation when they were doing it but it's so much better than that because you have somebody mm-hmm. who's as good as ram v writing it like you can start with these like really basic like kind of comparisons and then do something cool and i think that that's what they're doing oh and also my other big thing justice league this week first off okay absolutely phenomenal second off one, my favorite DC character who doesn't get any respect ever and has been just like shit on for the last 10 years, Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Redemption for Green Arrow as far as just like bringing him back to where he was before. You know, like for for the last, you know, New 52 and all that stuff, they were like, what if he's Steve Jobs? And he's like, super Steve jobs. And it's like, Oh, I don't know if that's such a great idea. Like yeah. the, the core of his character was social justice warrior was like, you know, and it was, I feel like DC was afraid to have that as a, a trait for a character because they were like, Oh, there he's too liberal. We got to figure something out to fix that because our fan base isn't going to like a liberal character, but it's weird because he was annoying like that. It's like, it's fine. He could appeal to a conservative audience because he was being a pain in the ass. Not only was mm-hmm. he like, Hey, there should be representation and blah, 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 blah. But then he would go further and he was always like a super socialist. And it like, you know, just enough to be like too far over the line, which was fun, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, I always agreed with him, but, uh, <laughs> but still <Right. laughs> he was, he was always my favorite character because he was the, the normal human, mm-hmm who would show up where Batman is, even though he's technically human, he's so far gone with whatever's in his head, and he's been written to the point where he's like 10 Sherlock Holmeses in a single person, which is not a human being anymore. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, Oliver Queen, until New 52, I guess, was just like a dude who would show up and be like hey you guys can't do this why are you sitting in a fucking satellite you you know like you're acting like gods people need help on the street what the fuck is all this shit about like you guys are losers and he would always call everybody on their bullshit and yeah. and that character makes those stories better because it adds just this level of like another voice in the room that is that is more interesting
2: yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. Like the very first episode, is Batman trying to convince Green Arrow to join the group. Yeah. And but th- that's my, I mean, I love that cartoon to death. I will watch it and sing its praises any day of the week. But Green Arrow is the heart of that Justice League cartoon. Yeah. But it comes up there because I really enjoyed that because I think that's where he tries to say, I don't belong up here, I'm just a little guy. You know, you right. guys deal with the gods and monsters, and he, and then Batman goes. You know, the funny thing about gods and monsters is that they always end up stepping on a little guy. You know, yeah. And then he's just like, he's like, oh fuck, no. <laughs> it's like I guess I shouldn't be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great. And there's there's a moment between him and Superman that not only reestablishes Superman as the character that he's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. you know, also establishes Oliver Queen as the character he's supposed to be. It's the childlike part of superman that went away in the last 15 to 20 years maybe even um mm-hmm. is the the thing that i miss the most about him as a character and it's it's they've finally kind of brought it back to the point where he's like he's sad about humanity more than he is ever angry or anything else he's just kind of like so much power and can't stop people from killing themselves in stupid ways. And he tries his best and he's just kind of like a disappointed parent. You know, there's, there's that thing. And it's like, and also just the amount of hope that he has for everyone is so massive that it's, I don't know. It actually is joyful to read a Superman comic when it's written that way, as opposed Mm -hmm. to, this is the Ubermensch, and he's here because we are too weak, and we need to be. We need to be ruled by a fascist dictator who can come from the sky and fix everything. That shit came into it from people being like, "Ooh, look at Red Sun. That was fun," or you know, like, "Look at all these like alternate stories,"
2: or the Injustice video game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Injustice. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was super cool, and it's like, yes, it's cool because you're playing off the the existence of this massive body of work where Superman is this kind, hopeful character. And then Mm -hmm. to to turn it on its ear, that's crazy. Agree. That's, that is a crazy world, but it should definitely not be the core of DC
1: Mm -hmm.
0: ever. (laughs) Like that's, and it's the proof is right here is, is like the last two weeks of comics. The last two weeks of DC comics have been literally the best DC comics I've read in forever.
2: I did pick up justice league as well. The only, my only complaint about justice league is that I felt like it was too short. Oh yeah. I felt like I was getting into it and then it was like "Eh, next week. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, they're like, no, I would have justice league dark. And I'm like, I like justice league dark, but I (laughs) like, I wanted to read regular justice league. That was why I bought this.
0: (laughs) No, I agree that the backup shit is going to get annoying. And yeah. that is, I think that that's the one fundamental error that DC is making right now, is that they are relying on backup stories. And that's, I, I have not heard a single person be like, ooh, good backup stories. You know, everyone's like, more, though. I, I mean, correctly. always, like, they've, it's yeah, always like, been a thing with them. But then they say, like, stopped because people ago. didn't like it. You right. know? It was like, it, I mean the weird part is that like in going through like collections in the last few weeks, because I've been bagging and boarding this massive fucking collection. Um I'm seeing a lot of stuff from that era. And it's always the like Doom Patrol and you know, like these side characters that wind up like Choice <laughs> you know, like,
2: Adam is in a backup right, story. Exactly. Dude. Like
0: <laughs> Metal Men has a backup. Like it, that's already niche enough. You don't need to add a backup to a Metal Men comic. You know, that's crazy. Right. Uh, like, it's weird enough that the Metal Men have a comic at all. You know, they feel like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. They don't feel like a DC comic. <laughs> so.
2: They always try to bring them back. They they keep trying to make them significant. And it's just like, guys, this is just too silly.
0: It's too goddamn silly. You're never going to do it. Like, you know, that's just... If you ever do it, you're going to have like a Grant Morrison write a brilliant one-off Metal Men story, and then everyone will go, "Look, you can!" It proves that the Metal Men are viable, and then a hundred writers will try it and fail, you know. And it doesn't make it a good character; it just means you have a spectacular writer who can make something out of nothing.
2: You mean kind of like the Eternals, right now?
0: (laughs) Oh man, I have some theories on the Eternals. I'm curious. So, after seeing some of what I've seen of some of the, like, the spoilers of what people are bringing up about where characters are coming in, like Black Knight coming into the Eternals, which is interesting, it's Uh making me think that that cast and those outfits are not going to be the major part of the story. I think that the, the Angelina Jolie, Kumel Nanjiani characters are not who this is going to be about. Yeah. I mean, if, if it is, it's going to probably be terrible. I mean, 99% likely it's going to be awful. But if not, if they just sort of are a background thing that we kind of see from a distance or whatever, like, and that they're part of some other thing, fingers crossed. That's my hope. Because if Black Knight is in it, then where the hell do the Eternals fit into that?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, at this point, I don't know. I think it's going to get Inhuman.
0: I can't imagine. No it, no, it can't. It literally can't because Inhumans... Can. Inhumans had a million-dollar budget. Mm-hmm. This has Angelina Jolie, her fucking fee must have been three times that five times that for like two minutes of screen time but do you think
2: people care about this movie
0: no no one gives a think- shit about this movie
2: and you can tell me is the comic selling
0: no okay. actually yes it is is it but really? not a lot
2: okay way better than i thought it would yeah i but gotta say like that two issues in right three three okay I sold out of the third issue. Yeah, but you cut your numbers. I noticed.
0: I did. I did cut it. I did cut the numbers pretty seriously.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't make that. No, I know. Because I only bought two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We sold out. I didn't buy any, but we're completely out.
2: It's gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but still, it it shocks me that it sells at all because it's such a nothing franchise. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I I have a hard time believing that Marvel would make such a big mistake.
2: I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Unfortunately. Um, I don't know. I don't get it personally out of all the stuff they've chosen to do so far. This one is the one where I'm just like, who convinced you on this one? Like who pitched this one so hard? It must've been the casting. It must've been like, we can get Angelina Jolie into a Marvel movie. And they were just like, Ooh, you know, like why th- couldn't she have been anything else? I mean, it anything seems... else. She could have been a Thor villain pretty easily. Like I don't see why. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: there's no reason that she couldn't have been in any million of other things. I I don't know. I they have to have a plan with the Eternals. There has to be a reason why they exist in this in the new Marvel scheme of things. I, I just so. I I can't I can't believe with all of the right choices that they've made. That they would just be like, eh, you know, make a Howard the Duck kind of move. It doesn't seem like yeah. that's that's in the in the cards for them.
2: Okay. I yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I have no idea when this movie is coming out because everything's getting pushed back. So much, oh god, so I can't okay. even imagine. Yeah, it's really hard to say. I'll probably be aged significantly by the time it comes out, so it'll be I'll just emotionally be that- <laughs> certainly. Yeah, I'll just be some guy, walking, of course, you know, shuffling in with my walker, being like, "I don't care about ignorance."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I You're was like, here to see up, Guardians Graham. of the Galaxy forty six. <laughs> uh yeah, little loser. But yeah, it's true, and I mean, I, I know everybody puts up the Guardians defense too. Everyone's like, "Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't, you know, you know, wasn't well known," and it's like, "Yeah, but it had an amazing comic behind it, like not just a yeah." Like, nobody likes the Eternals comic nobody has ever been like Eternals is my favorite book because
2: they there's
0: there's 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 only about 50 Eternals comics total
2: right there's no classic Eternals story that people refer to
0: no I mean even the Kirby stuff people are like that's kind of Kirby's worst thing you know (laughs) yeah not a fan Like, I mean, when you look at, like, when the movie came out, Eternals number one skyrocketed to a 9.8 as a $300 book. And it's a Kirby comic, you know, Mm -hmm. like, that was like a massive number. But it's just not worth much. Even that series that is Jack Kirby movie franchise with like A-list celebrity casting. It's still not a huge book. I mean... Like, when you think that, like, the first appearance of Ghost Spider is probably, like, twice as expensive as that. That's crazy to me.
2: Yeah. No, it is It is absolutely bonkers. I, I don't get it, personally. Um, But, yeah, I really, I can't say anything. Because I don't know yeah. anything about it. Up in the surface level, where I'm just like, a Turtles movie? That sounds stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> and that's all I have to go on. And, like, even the cast itself, I'm just like, ugh. Sure, I don't know. Like, I'm not really excited about anybody. I'm, you know, like I, I say Marvel may have been excited about getting Angelina Jolie in a movie. Does Angelina Jolie make me want to go to a movie? No, no. You know, no. Like, I, I, she's a draw to somebody, but she's not a draw to me. And, and why I, did you go I, see
0: Beowulf when you went to see it in the
2: theater? I didn't. <laughs> That's there's <laughs> your answer. Didn't go see
0: it. Okay, so I did go see it because Crispin Glover was playing, uh, oh, was well, playing the deformed son whose ear looked like <laughs> cooked chicken. Yes, um,
2: the real draw in that movie. That was Crispin Glover.
0: <laughs> mm. It was to me. I know. And also,
2: you and Matt were there wearing your Glover lover <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> Glover
0: lovers. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and my favorite. Uh, the catchphrase of Beowulf from that movie, I've come to kill your monster Which was just God, what a terrible fucking movie.
2: Mm-hmm. The classic line We All Know and Love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit.
2: Yeah, well, but I mean I mean, given the fact that Black Widow hasn't even come out yet and that movie's done, you know, yeah, I, I don't know when we'll ever see a turn. I thought I missed it. I genuinely thought I missed Black Widow.
0: Yeah, I thought so too.
2: And I was waiting for it to be available for streaming so I could watch it. And then I started checking it. I was like, wait, this never came out. What do you mean?
0: It's yeah, it's it's really, really strange. I mean, the fact that Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be out before Black Widow. That seems insane. It is out. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, going to be finished. Oh, yeah, yeah. That seems weird.
2: Yeah. Which I haven't watched yet. Have you watched that yet?
0: I haven't. David watched it. Okay. He liked it.
2: Yeah, uh, my nephew watched it, uh, the first episode, mm-hmm. and he said he likes this one because they got right to fighting. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> that was definitely my fear was that yeah. it was going to kind shot, of be mindless, but it so might be really sh- fun. Big mindless.
2: shout out to my nephew Brandon. He knows what he likes. And, uh...
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, he wants it's probably it's probably a good move. Yeah, I'm 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 interested. I'm gonna watch it. Like I said, that first trailer really threw me because it looked terrible, but apparently they hadn't shot any footage yet. So they just kind of crammed like three special effects shots and like two things that they stole from like Age of Ultron and like it was not yeah. really it wasn't really a real trailer, so I'm curious to see what this one's like. Okay.
2: Well yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, you know what I have been watching? I'm actually getting—I'm getting caught up on.
0: Great British Baking Show.
2: Uh, well, actually, we did watch that earlier today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was my wife's birthday. She wanted to watch some TV because she just wanted to chill out, and do some brainless stuff. And uh, the kids—she let the kids pick what it was, and it was—they loved the Great British Baking Show. Paw Patrol. Oh, right. We uh, we did watch Paw Patrol <laughs> earlier today as well. I'll be here to answer any and all questions about Paw Patrol and its lore. Okay. Um, uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 so, no. Okay,
0: okay. I'll I'll hold my questions till later.
2: Yes, please. We'll have a we'll have a symposium on Paw Patrol later. Excellent. Um, no, I started watching the uh, the new Ducktales that came out a few years ago.
0: Ooh, ooh.
2: I'm just getting caught up on it now. Uh, apparently, after it just finished. Like it's yeah, because
0: you didn't watch it, and so they canceled it. I know. They said, <laughs> Wait, "Is geez. Chad watching?" No. Well, then, fuck this thing.
2: This is the exact person we marketed it for, is <laughs> this idiot's Not watching it. Uh, no, I started watching it, and uh, it's great.
1: It's yeah, surprisingly it's
2: fun. great. Yeah, I uh, the voice cast is awesome. Yep, uh, it was very it's like all SNL slash Community people. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and like comedy Bang Bang people. <laughs> yeah,
0: lots of lots of good choices. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, uh Danny and I like the
2: style of it, the coloring is awesome on it, the characters are great. I was like this is this is a very, very fun cartoon. So
0: Yeah. I watched I like three episodes. I'm not really the target demo for that show, but I thought it was fun.
2: Well, as someone who used to come home and watch the Disney Afternoon and then watch DuckTales, I was very much like, Oh, this show rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like this one a lot. And uh David Tennant is fantastic as Scrooge screwed
0: david Tennant is is amazing in that yeah totally yeah. true ben schwartz great
2: yeah bobby moynihan's in it kate mccucci's in it um daniel Pooty's in it yep he's uh, i don't know there's a lot of people in it and uh, of course uh what's his name who's in everything all the time oh uh, god mm. he's always on comedy bang bang
0: Uh, Mustache Paul F. Tompkins
2: Yes, Paul F. Tompkins is of course a character (laughs) on there as well
0: Of course he is
2: (laughs) He plays uh, Donald Duck's brother Who's insanely lucky
0: (laughs) So I don't know if you follow him On any kind of uh, Social media Only on Twitter I follow him on Instagram And he posted from a podcast That he just did He just did a podcast with some people in Australia Mm -hmm. that has like a hundred followers or something like that. (laughs) I was like, my podcast has a hundred followers. Maybe I could call Paul F. Tompkins up and have him on. You should. I'm like, shit. Get get PFT on the phone. Hey man, you want to come talk about fucking comic books? Yeah. Um, He does not want to talk about comic books. I can tell you that. I bet he would. Ben Schwartz wants to talk about comics. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins uh, was, did work at a comic shop at one point, but I think it was a fucking miserable experience. So I (laughs) don't love to hear about it. (laughs) Well, there you go. That might actually be the thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm, (laughs) I'm always, I'm always amazed at the number of people who have worked at a, at a comic shop at some point in their lives. Like, who have nothing but terrible stories about it it's supposed to be the fucking like, this is supposed to be the pin monkey job yeah it's the fun job yeah this is not the I don't know it blows my mind that you can work at a comic shop and be miserable I mean other than my life but I own the place I'm supposed to be miserable most of the time
2: (laughs) you're supposed to be walking around going what are you numbskulls doing (laughs) (laughs) you slithering worms get back to work
0: David just reminded me today, I think. He was like, "Um, so sometimes I wish there was something that I could do for you to fire me. And I was like, what the hell are you (laughs) talking about? And he was like, you told me once there was literally nothing that I could do that would get me fired at this job. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) I mean, that's probably true. Yeah. Like, just
2: trying to poison everybody right now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I like so few people in this world enough to spend eight hours with them that yeah. it's like, if I find somebody that I can spend eight hours with, you know, they could be setting fires in the basement and I'd still kind of let it go. I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, <laughs> I don't mind hanging around with them, so it's okay. Yeah, but did he
2: burn the place down?
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's still fine. Did he smoke so out the far. rats? Yeah, of course, mm. it's
2: still fine.
0: If you could smoke out the rats, I'd be all about that. Yeah. Now we're we are uh, knock on wood officially rat free.
2: Oh. Wow. I mean,
0: knock on wood. La di da. Is that what you were yeah. gonna say? Because that's I w- how I feel. I was
2: gonna say la di da. Mister Frenchman over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Fancy got no rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calling it a garage.
0: Yeah. No, it's a car hole. It's definitely it's a, car a car hole. hole. Um, he
2: walks in there with his Wonder Bread bags on his feet into his car hole. Uh, <laughs> uh, Simpsons references. Simpsons
0: Enjoy. references, everyone. Yep. Uh,
2: but uh, yeah. uh, I get reminded of the, uh, I saw, on. I don't know if you follow Simpsons Tattoo on Instagram. Of course yeah. I do. Did you see the one where someone got the tattoo of "Here Come the
0: Pretzels"? <laughs> here come the pretzels, yes.
2: Of what? And it's like a, a passed-out Whitey Ford covered in pretzels that he just got.
0: <laughs> I love it. My favorite part is the uh, the next one that just came up. That literally I was looking at right before I came here, which was Bart as the the gummy bear that looked like it was a done with like a pen and a razor mm-hmm. blade and it looked so infected <laughs> yeah. so, it was nice it was a nice uh it was a nice juxtaposition of worst tattoo i've ever seen and someone who's getting blood poisoning it's just just a really a what chocolate and peanut butter kind of thing the like Venn that.
2: diagram we want <laughs> that's <laughs> that sweet center yup oh. <laughs>
0: Chad, I want to a, bitch about my day, but I know that every time we've done this, I've bitched about my day. So I'm not well, going to.
2: It's a black day for baseball. Yeah, you can go ahead and do it.
0: <laughs> I can't. No, it's just, it was another one of these days with just people who, like, I'm. there's just this this particular behavior, and I think I've called it out already, so it's there's no reason to belabor it, but it still blows my mind when David asks someone to use the hand sanitizer before they come into the, into the store and they then turn around and leave. (laughs) I, I, I don't know. I want, and the problem is that I want to know, and I probably Mm. will not like the answer, but I would still love to know what's going on in their brains. Is it a thing where they think that we're trying to poison them? Do they think that, I'm, I'm putting nanobite, nanobots into their bloodstream that are going to allow Bill Gates to track them. What mm-hmm. is it about this clearly labeled bottle of Purell that they do not want to use it on their hands? Yeah. I don't have I don't you, get it.
2: Have you considered getting one of those uh, like two-gallon pump sprayers <laughs> and just filling it full of disinfectant and then taking the choice away? Because I think your problem here is that you're giving them food. Yes,
1: I think you're just right. getting
2: the pump sprayer, filling it full of disinfectant, and then anytime someone comes through the door, like in a like in a future sci-fi where they have to enter from space but they have to be decontaminated, just yeah. spraying them down.
0: <laughs> I was thinking more of just like filling water balloons with Purell and just yeah. hucking them at everybody that comes through the door.
2: Yeah. No, it's the experience they want. The customer wants to be berated. They want to be made to feel less. And
0: that's Good.
2: true. Okay, that's what people want. They want structure and they want to be humiliated. Okay? Of course. And this is what you need to give them as a proprietor. Okay.
0: Oh. Uh, oh my god. Michelle was saying that she was like I was just talking about the the pinball and like my kind of like I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with pinball. When mm-hmm. the hell can I bring it back? Never. Sometime next week, next year, 10 years from now. I'm fucking no clue. Uh, and she was like, well, you know, more people are getting vaccinated. You know, it's going to be possible for everyone to be vaccinated by the end of May or whatever. Um, you know, maybe you could bring it back before the end of the, the summer. And, you know, there'd be a little bit of revenue to come in from that. And that would be helpful. And I was like, how would I? wait, what? And she was like, you know, everybody's going to have like a vaccination card and they're going to carry it with them. I'm like, really? I'm going to have to start checking vaccination cards. Is that is Poor that part of my shop. fucking job now? Is this the world that we live in? Yes. Oh.
2: <laughs> it is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I get
0: it. I mean, I get the fact that you can't go to a certain, you know, you can't go to a university if you don't have your, your vaccinations up to
2: up-to-date. Well, I mean, that's the same for public school, too. That's not new. No, I I had to give my vaccination records for my kids in order for them to even be enrolled. I mean, that's just the way it is.
0: I had to get completely revaccinated before I could go back to college because I couldn't get a hold of my doctor, didn't know where my medical transcript was with all of my vaccination records. So they were like, well, you're just going to need to have them all over again. I was like, all right. So I just went and I (laughs) got Extra vaccinated. So
2: <laughs> now you got triple tetanus coverage and you're ready to go. Yeah.
0: No, I got my I got my tetanus shot again but right in the middle of quarantine because my doctor was like, I can't find any record that you've been t- vaccinated against tetanus. And you really should, because there's a lot of anti vaxxers out there and tetanus is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh good.
2: Uh, I actually got mine too. I was up for it. I got my in the middle of it because I had to. I had to go in, or else I couldn't be a patient anymore. Like that was how long I had waited to go in. Whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, if you don't come in, you're not a patient anymore. And I went, all right, fine. Oh, uh, man. what happens is that I go, I go to a doctor's place where if you have to reschedule, it's like seven months later.
0: Oh, you mean every yeah. doctor now?
2: Yeah. So that happened, like, twice, and then all of a sudden they were just like, if you don't come in, you're not a patient anymore. And I was like, it's it's not my fault. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, was like, I was like, sure, I'll come in. And they're just like, all right, you need the flu shot in the middle of all this, which is like, I don't know, like giving a slingshot to someone on fucking D-Day. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you need tetanus too. You want them both at once? And I said, Jesus, yeah, fine. Go for oh, it. so
0: you and I, you and I got the same treatment. We got both of ours. I got mine at the same time too.
2: Yeah, and it sucked for like two days. Like I felt like absolute ass for two days.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I felt like ass every day for the last ten months. So
2: okay, well, it, it
0: wasn't anything to me.
2: You're just taking it in stride, then. Oh, I am. Just...
0: I think it means that you've got. I think that if it doesn't bother you much. It means that your immune system blows, (laughs) honestly, because, you know, tetanus is something that will fucking kill you. So getting it into your system, your immune system should be like, ah, that shit, get it out (laughs) quick, everybody. And, you know, drag you down. Whereas I was like, huh, didn't even notice. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I had- (laughs) I've got like one one white blood cell.
2: Yeah, I was absolute trash. I was just garbage in the bed for a whole day. I was like, I can't, I don't Fucking doctors, <laughs> That's the, give me a Microsoft Surface tablet. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. terrible. But I'm better now. But
0: now you can go <laughs> stepping on all the rusty nails you want and you're fine. That's
2: all I do now is step on rusty nails. I don't even care. Yeah. I'm like, I got Why the not? shot, bitches. Look out. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Boo.
2: And I track it all on my Surface tablet. Thank you, Bill Gates, for being number 1. <laughs> I just go to I go into the mall now and I just go to the Apple Store and I just smash everything I can.
0: <laughs> you know if I don't trust Bill Gates to be able to fucking track me. I mean, do you have Guys, you, I've used, you are, I've
2: used Windows 10. There's no way he's There's no way. Of this. But you're <laughs>
0: You are you use a you use a Mac as well, right? Or at mm-hmm. least you have you have a Mac in the house.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, a, I don't know I have about a you. Mac laptop and an iPad, and, but I my work laptop is a is a Windows based laptop.
0: I don't know what's going on. Maybe who knows? Maybe I've been like hacked by someone in Biddeford or something. Every time okay. I'm like, I log into my computer, it's like you have a new login from an address in Biddeford, and it's like, no, I'm I'm in Portland. I'm right here. I just logged in right on Congress Street, and it's always like
2: Biddeford. <laughs> nope. Oh, dude, they never get it right. It's, so, it's always... How,
0: right. how are you going to be able to, to do your job correctly? Yeah, I trust hackers always, like, to at, do this more.
2: At least a couple hundred miles off. So if they have like a space laser where they're trying to track your location, like... Good luck. You, you just blew up half of Biddeford downtown <laughs> trying to get to you in Portland. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Yeah. It's... <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's just absurd nonsense, but yeah. Yeah, so what, what are your questions on Paw Patrol? Okay, Let's, all right. Ask Who? me questions, and all I will right. tell you.
0: Where does the funding come from, man?
2: That's a great question. Uh, Ryder is the leader of the Paw Patrol. Um, yeah. His, his exact source of income is never revealed. We don't know if the town is paying Paw Patrol for their services or if Paw Patrol is privately funded. Like a black water
0: bro- kind of situation.
2: Well, my brother has a theory, and it, it may hold water. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, it may hold water like a sieve. Uh, he believes that this is an alternate reality okay. where Bruce Wayne's parents didn't die. Okay. And that Ryder is Bruce Wayne. Okay. And, and instead of becoming Batman, he has, he, retrofitted, he, he has retrofitted the public utilities for us. With dogs, <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay.
2: That's the theory he's running with.
0: All right, so you're saying private funding? Who do they answer to legally?
2: Uh, as far as I know, no one. Uh, I mean, what are the dogs going to do? They, the dogs. So have no they're rights.
0: they're a privately funded institution that answers okay. to no one.
2: Answers to no one.
0: My God!
2: They are the Paw Patrol.
0: This is they truly are, a dystopian hell. They I,
2: are the no. Uh, they are the police. They are the construction. They are the trash recycling services. They are water rescue. They are this is snow like, rescue. Uh, no. They are the air. they all flights are handled by Sky the dog. Okay. This is
0: absolutely just like Judge Dread. So this is their judge, jury, and executioner.
2: Yeah. Yes. All rolled I, into one. It's true, and they're international. Um, they've oh. gone to a town called Barkingburg, which is clearly London. Um, they've interfered in royal affairs.
0: So in I mean, this world, there. in this world, there is royalty as well.
2: There is royalty.
0: There is. Is the there a hierarchy of, of animals, or are they all dogs?
2: There are cats as well.
0: And do the cats have similar jobs, or are they some sort of repressed underclass?
2: Okay, now here's what's interesting about that, <laughs> if I may. Oh, please. Uh, and the, so there's Adventure Bay is the main town. This is that's where the action occurs. It's a very nice town. Next okay. to Adventure Bay is a town. It's called where the adventures
0: body. occur, I assume.
2: It, it, near the bay, yes. Yes. And next to it is a town called Foggy Bottom, and that is where the the evil man lives, Mayor Humdinger. He is a man who dresses entirely in purple and has a curly mustache. <laughs> now he has he has cats called the kitten catastrophe crew now the interesting thing about the cat please please
0: tell me how that's spelled
2: it's not thank it's god not, it's not okay okay, <laughs> okay good it's, it's kcc okay <laughs> that's <laughs> i'm
0: i'm glad to hear that at least there's that
2: yeah it's not crusty's comedy comeback. back <laughs> <okay? laughs> oh no oh. <laughs> but the thing is is that the kitten catastrophe crew can't talk they just act like regular cats but the paw patrol can talk now all right let's add another layer on this let's uh let's pluto and goofy this
0: oh no a little
2: bit more they have cats that show up that can talk
0: oh so i don't
2: so maybe it's because they're kittens and they can't talk but doesn't make any sense because the paw patrol are kind of referred to as being pups like puppies
0: is it because they're evil is it perhaps that they're too evil to speak?
2: Yeah, I think so. Only I think so. They,
0: God only grants the gift of speech to His chosen few, and yeah, and, and those who are so not anointed.
2: Many, so many Christian undertones to this. Uh, okay, <laughs> interesting. Deep, no, are there really are really there really
0: singing vegetables?
2: There are no singing vegetables. Okay, uh, I I. It's an interesting thing because it is. I've read a lot of critiques where people complain it, it's pro police. And I get that. But it's also pro green energy, which is the other thing about it. Huh. So Adventure Bay is. So an a police state that
0: is a solar police state.
2: It's this weird. Yeah, it's a weird police socialism state <laughs> that Adventure Bay is. That it's like this combination of being like. Huh. What if what if Blue Lives Mattered and the Green Deal went through at the same time, <laughs> 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 but everything was run by dogs?
0: <laughs> I I mean, so this is a Planet of the Apes kind of thing, right? So we've blown up the planet.
2: There's still people though; they're everywhere. Where what are the people doing? They're honestly, they get into like the most minor of inconveniences, and then they literally call dogs and tanks to come save them.
0: Well, okay. So, are they are they subhuman humans? Are they like no. Planet of the Apes humans, where they can't talk they're n- because they're not?
2: They are. These are people, regular people with, with jobs. The mayor calls them all the time, but they're
0: not allowed to have the jobs of police, fire, and rescue because those have been outsourced to a private dog-based. Yeah.
2: S- uh, why this do, is this is insane? Why do you need a police officer? Why would you need one? You have I mean Chase. I
0: don't particularly. I you don't there need, has... you don't
2: need to be in the construction services. We have rubble the dog.
0: I honestly have never had a situation where a police officer has made my life better um ever.
2: Now imagine if a dog rolled up and like <laughs> drove a car up, hopped out, okay, and said rough, rough, megaphone, "fuck streets, man everyone." <laughs>
0: Honest to god, that would make my life better. That is weird. You might yeah. be right. You might be onto something here.
2: Yeah, this, huh. I think it's the way to go. Yeah, Pretty
0: I think fair. you're right. I'm concerned about these cats, though. This is this is troubling. What what makes them evil? What is their, what their, is their purpose? Their are they are they anarchists? Is that what it no. is? The is the chaos that they create. Is that is is it anarchy? Right. Are they looking to destabilize government?
2: No. See, you, uh, the whole the, the whole idea behind Mayor Humdinger, always coming into another town. So he's a mayor of a completely different town, but he's always showing up in this other town, right? Because Foggy Bottom is always kind of suggested that this town sucks, <laughs> and Adventure Bay is really nice. So Mayor Humdinger is constantly trying to steal shit from Adventure Bay to bring back to Foggy Bottom. This is San Francisco,
0: isn't it? Adventure Bay is San Francisco.
2: It kind of looks like it. Yeah. Uh, Well, Adventure Bay has a weird thing where it's just like, it has snowy mountain peaks and it has a New England type forest, but it also has like tropical beaches. It's, it's everywhere.
0: Man, that's pretty great.
2: It's geographical location makes no sense, but it is, it has a very uh, strong fishing industry.
0: It looks, it sounds like a great place (laughs) to be a firefighting dog, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, firefighting—you don't need. Well, who would be a firefighter? You have Marshall the fire dog,
0: and and you're saying that there is one dog for this entire city,
2: for each job.
0: Yeah, like only a single dog does every job. Not only is you it, need. You only need one one cop in this town. You only need one firefighter. You only need one emergency. What about a pandemic? What about a situation where you have mass casualties? What is a uh, single Mark- dog going to do for you in the event of an of like a gas line explosion underneath somebody's like in in a in a residential neighborhood? Fifteen people who have serious burns need to be air flighted to the hospital. What's going on here? What's this dog going to do?
2: Um, well, in this case, call the Paw Patrol. Uh, no job too big, no job, no pup too small. Um, you have I, Marshall, Marshall, I, I would argue big. that the pup is too small. What if you have a 230 pound no
0: man who is unconscious? How is this fucking pup going to move this 230 pound man?
2: But that's where we have teamwork. Uh, Clear. you have something that's oh. heavy that needs to be lifted. You call rubble. Rubble's got the construction equipment. Maybe this is an ultimate rescue where we get to use Rubble's ultimate digger. I don't know. That's for Ryder to figure out. This is where private business should be, okay? When they <laughs> say the free market will figure it out, the idea is that the free market acts like Ryder. Is this act the like invisible Rider. paw of
0: the market that I've heard <laughs> yes. so much about? Yes. Interesting.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, in is this, this case, an,
0: Is this an Ayn Rand utopia? Is this... what? <laughs> Was this what Fountainhead was about, and I just didn't read it?
2: Yes, but they just didn't have dogs. Ah, God. I
0: should have read Atlas Shrugged instead of just looking at the cliff notes, and I would have picked up on the, the part where the dogs do all the jobs.
2: It's a writer shrug. Ryder is in charge. Writer's pulling the strings. But Writer is benevolent because he's a child. Okay, he yeah, doesn't but- have... He's not, he doesn't have the machinations of, a, of adult. He's not scheming. He's not trying mm. to get, squeeze things out of people. He's genuinely trying to help. <laughs> oh, And I boy. think in the event of the disaster that you're talking about, I will say Mayor Humdinger, who comes from another town where it's essentially lawless, he actually built a giant drill. It went under the whole town. He, like, he was developing giant sinkholes. It was chaos. He almost leveled the entire town. Thank this- God. Thank God Ryder and the Paw Patrol showed up with Rubble's ultimate rescue machine to save the day.
0: Okay, okay. So I, I'm i following <laughs> you so far, but yeah. but there has to be some sort of federal authority that's overseeing this. The fact that someone came into an entire town with a gigantic mm-hmm. underground boring machine that caused so many sinkholes to occur, he should be in federal prison.
2: He's- he absolutely should. I he agree. is uh,
0: clearly, he should be being waterboarded at Guantanamo. He is a domestic terrorist and needs to be dealt mm-hmm. with.
2: Well, he uh, I mean, he's a white guy, so he just had a bad day. But I well, can tell I, you that Chase has yet to arrest. And Chase is the one that I blame in this situation because Chase is the police. I He has not arrested. <laughs> he, is for, he is the entire police force. He is literally,
0: the he is the very concept of police in this universe.
2: He's the very concept of the police. He is not taking any action. And I agree with you. Mayor Humdinger probably should have been shot and killed in the streets of Adventure Bay by now, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Do you think that the problem (laughs) is that this dog is not well armed enough? Do you think that perhaps he needs something from the Department of Homeland Security to give him, say, militarized weapons so that he can handle threats of the nature that we're seeing there? Is this this someone speaking up for... He
2: does
0: have a drone. You see, that seems like an overstep. I feel like we're looking at a at a cartoon that is just trying to encourage police overreach and trying to set up imaginary situations where we need to have massive militarized police forces to deal with these problems because Mm -hmm. in this straw man situation, the straw man is a dog. Oh, well look, this dog is overwhelmed by what he's seeing and he can't assassinate this mayor. Well, you know what? It doesn't happen like that in real life, Chad. You know Mm -hmm. what? We don't just have a single dog. We have lots of dogs.
2: Let me, let me, to your point, I agree with you about the, about normalizing this, because in every situation, like, they'll be like, oh, there's a sinkhole in the street that popped up, and there's a bunch of recycling that needs to be taken care of. Uh, We're going to send Rocky, the recycling dog. We're going to send Rubble, the construction dog, and we'll send Chase, and he can set up a cone. And it's like, Chase doesn't need to be there, okay? They shoehorn Chase, they shoehorn the police into... Every situation they possibly can. And I, I think it's just because of the toys, but it could also be the fact that they think that the police always needs to be there. When in reality, mm. almost all the problems are handled by public works. In this case, Rubble or the fire department, Marshall or uh, Rocky, the recycling dog. We can I say can- maybe
0: there should be a social working dog Is there a chance that we could get a dog social worker involved here in these situations that may that may not require police assistance?
2: What I'm saying is that we need to defund Chase.
0: You know what what I'm saying? I say we defund the entire Paw Patrol and set up a government. I feel like (laughs) this is the job of government. This is not a private Situation where some Bill Gates motherfucker sets up a gigantic trust and he's like, here are my magic dogs. You know, these dogs, this is just trying to get us ready for Boston Dynamics to put cop dogs on the street we've got these terrifying robot dogs that Google now owns the police force is going to have them everywhere and we're going to be at the mercy of these Terminator dogs on every corner and everyone's going to be like oh isn't that cute because they all grew up on Paw Patrol and that normalized the idea that dogs are going to be your police force and now all the police are out of jobs and it's been replaced by dogs is that wrong uh, those dogs are fucking terrifying. So I'm gonna say yes. It is wrong.
2: Now, what if they dressed them up to look like Chase from the Paw Patrol?
0: Ah, oh, that would be really adorable. <laughs> See,
2: how uh, they get you? How you.
0: You're right. You're right. That's it. I mean, if they were sloths or koalas, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Come on.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, all joking aside, they do shoehorn Chase into every single situation, uh, which I think is because they think he's the most popular. And huh? I don't think he is, personally, huh. as, as knowing several children who have watched Paw Patrol growing up, uh, Chase is nobody's favorite. Like, nobody likes Chase the most. So, mm. I don't know. It's hard to say, guys, but uh the paw patrol there's a lot going on. There's a lot of undertones, and there's some there's some machinations. I, I think Mayor Goodway does a good job being the mayor of Adventure Bay. She's a woman who clearly uh she set she set on her career of being the mayor of this town. Yes, she has no children. Know. She has a pet chicken that she keeps in her her purse called chicoletta okay this is this all. is
0: starting to raise some red
2: flags. how so? How so? How is this hardworking woman raising a red flag for you?
0: The chicken in the purse is really, I, I think, like, if you were to, if you were to go on a first date with someone and say they pulled a chicken out of their purse and it was alive mm-hmm. at dinner, you would say, hmm, I think maybe, maybe I'm going to reconsider this, this yeah, person. And a, maybe, it like you're, maybe duck you're
2: threatened out. At... By, uh, it sounds like you're threatened by her, her power. No, chicken
0: nope nope not not the power of the chicken i'm more i'm threatened think, by the chicken. i think
2: you're i think you're threatened by a woman who's decided to focus on her career i think that's something that you need is to the think chicken
0: about. part of her career somehow or is this I, is that somehow I separate?
2: Chi- i think the chicken's like an emotional support animal she loves oh. the chicken
0: oh boy it's one of these you know what no <laughs> oh, here we go no, shut it down <laughs>
2: <laughs> just say there's a lot going on in, in Adventure Bay. It's, uh, there's dinosaurs now. They had superpowers for a bit. Oh. I don't know where the dinosaurs came from. All of a sudden, it was just dino adventures. Like They just drove down the road, and then dinosaurs were back. And uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs>
0: sure. Now we really need to talk about restructuring this police force, because now there are dinosaurs, and I feel like no one is safe.
2: Yeah, well, here's the other thing. So, Mayor Humdinger... And this particular, he's like, he's caused chaos, like nonstop, nonstop chaos. He's maybe a super genius. He's always up to something. He tried to rig the election in Adventure Bay very recently. And then one of the episodes, he was getting chased by a T-Rex and he outran a T-Rex <laughs> on foot for over 10 minutes.
0: Oh yeah. There's, yeah, there's something <laughs> oh, troubling <what>? about him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I actually texted my brother. Mayor Hubnicker just outran a T-Rex on his foot for over ten minutes. This man is more dangerous than I ever realized. <laughs> <laughs> like he needs to be locked up. Like he's yeah. a threat.
0: Definitely seems he seems terrifying. I would I would definitely be be skeptical of this mayor. Yeah,
2: I don't like it personally. I I wish Ryder would step up and do something about it, but he's just not going to.
0: You know what I'm. I'm officially anti-Paw Patrol. I'm sorry.
2: Wow. I'm okay. returning
0: my pajamas. <laughs>
2: well, set them over here.
0: Even though they have adorable little ears on them, <laughs> don't care. Doesn't matter. That's okay.
2: I get it. It's Paw Patrol is
0: reinforcing our our fascist police state, man.
2: But at the same time, like really encouraging infrastructure and green energy. Like, I don't, it's such a weird combination.
0: You know, not everything has to be, not everything has to be political, man. Sometimes it can just be dogs. (sighs)
2: Tristan, I wish that were true. (laughs) I wish sometimes uh, it could just be dogs.
0: (laughs) It can't, it can't just be dogs.
2: (laughs) But I think they're just, they're into motocross now, so I don't know where this is gonna go but your
0: children or the Paw Patrol
2: the Paw Patrol they're into they're motocross motopops moto that's what they're doing right now and they have their huh. first cat member of the Paw Patrol his name is Wildcat with a K
0: and he can speak?
2: he can speak this is what I'm talking about so I don't oh, yeah, that. okay but with the kitten catastrophe crew KCC is having an issue with where they can't speak
0: <laughs> huh yeah, this is this is fascinating. I'm gonna it's binge confusing. all 400 seasons, and I'll get back to you with <laughs> some do. answers. Finally, I can talk to someone about I this. I will. I'll <laughs> write you a 400-page treatise on yeah. what I what I think is the the underlying political structure of the Paw Patrol.
2: All of these kids' cartoons. I, I remember once I got into a heated argument with my brother <laughs> about the economy of Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. Right, so I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> How does Daniel's dad work at the clock factory? There? There's like six people in this fucking town. <laughs> he doesn't sell any clocks. <laughs> but the Tigers live on beachfront property. This is a real land of make believe. I don't. This, I don't get it. Music. Well, there's like a music. Okay, so in the land of make believe, in Daniel Tiger neighborhood, there's a clock factory that Daniel's dad works at. There's Music Man Stan. He runs a music store. There's a denti- a doctor's office and a post office and a bakery. Man. And that's it. And then there's the king. He's the king of six what do people. people do? What, do they, what do they do? Where does money come from? How do they make money? The only one that makes any sense is the baker.
0: How do they feed themselves? There aren't any farmers.
2: Just baker-acre making food all day. It's bread, they're eating nothing but carbs, so they're just it doesn't make sense.
0: This must be a very heavily export based society. It has they to must, be. they must be a very insular, tiny little community that's exporting tons of clocks around the world and also bread,
2: it's the only and, and musical instruments.
0: Musical instruments, bread, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's it. I don't know. I mean it or it's just
0: sense. a or it's just a front for a bunch of drug dealing operations. I
2: think it's just a front for the entire monarchy of wow. uh, King Friday. King Friday's ease an asshole. He's up to some shit. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> and with that,
0: we have figured out all of the problems. This is the <laughs> conversation that we chose to have today, Chad. You're welcome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, listen, for any parents out there who have been suffering through pop I think, I think they're going to appreciate
0: this <laughs> <Okay>. I <laughs> have I, never I, I seen I, a single I think episode about it way of too
2: this much. I, I think about it way too much
0: <laughs> it's funny how Paw Patrol get, seems to get stuck in the craw of like every parent it seems to be one of those things that everyone who I know who is a parent mm-hmm. has some sort of like Paw Patrol related trauma
2: I don't hate the show. I, I I think there's a lot of parents who like actually get very upset about the show. Yeah, like they're just like, oh, I hate that fucking show. Oh my god, I hate it. I hate it. And I yeah, I I get it personally. Like when I watch it, I'm just like, oh, this show makes sense. Why yeah. kids would like it? I think it's cute. You know, they do all the things that kids shows do that make kids like them. Where like where someone would get mad, nobody gets mad, and everyone just laughs. You know, right. like, adults say yes when kid-type characters say they want to do something. Yep. That's the secret the kid shows. You know, <laughs> no. you, you need to make it a kid's power fantasy, essentially. Huh. Like, the, uh, that kid, that that YouTube kid, uh, Ryan, who's got his... He has a show. Like, he used to do YouTube videos where he would just unbox toys. Yeah. And he, he's like a millionaire now. Right. And they gave him a show on Nickelodeon where it's like Ryan's Mystery Playdate. And it's him hanging out with his parents. And then they have celebrities come on and they play games. And then he'll be like, he'll like go up to his parents and be like, hey, do you want to play a game today? And they'll be like, yeah, absolutely. And they'll just put everything down that they're doing. You know, and go play with them. Oh, man. And and I'm just like, oh, that's what my kids want. You know, like, no wonder this is a success. Like, this is because I'll be, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm working right now. Sorry, kiddo. Or like, oh, we got to cook. Oh, we got to clean. Oh, we got to do this. But in this, it's just, no, the Always, adults,
0: yeah. oh, adults
2: wow. want to play too. You know, it's it's weird, man. It's weird stuff. So I usually end up like thinking a lot about that. Like I usually end up deconstructing the show and just looking at it. And I don't hate it. <laughs> it's sometimes fun me. But yeah, it's, uh, it's weird to watch that stuff. <laughs> and I... the ones that fail to do that are the ones that the kids don't care about.
0: Well, it's funny, the things that I can imagine, like, Spongebob is one of those shows that, like, I have always enjoyed, I always loved mm-hmm. it in a Ren and Stimpy kind of insane animation way and thought it was really fun, but I can imagine yeah. that if you were a parent and you were subjected to Spongebob by a child, it might be enough to drive you insane. <laughs>
2: it's it's entirely possible.
0: I could I could see that being something that could break a person. But mm-hmm. you know, but having only watched it intentionally, I enjoy it very much.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, we've watched that and a uh, a lot of the a lot of the PBS shows. Like I I'm, I'm very familiar with Wild Kratts right now.
0: I'm sorry, what?
2: Um the Krat brothers? You may oh, remember yeah. them from from Yeah. <laughs>
0: is, is Zabu, zabumafu still alive or did he did no. he pass away
2: no he's long gone um, oh, that's very sad so this is an this is an animated show about the therab brothers and they fly around in a ship called the tortuga which is a giant turtle okay and they help they help animals all over the world with their team and what they have they have uh creature power suits so they, they'll be like, hey, we're checking out snow leopards today. Ooh, let's find out what snow leopards can do. And they figure out their powers. Okay. And then they get snow leopard power discs. They put it on and then it literally transforms them into some bastardization of a snow leopard slash human where they get snow leopard powers okay. and they run around and they fight bad guys trying to hurt animals. Huh.
0: This is a good idea because they're probably not young and cute anymore, huh?
2: They're yeah, they're it's live action in the intro where they're just like we're old guys. Look at oh this lever, you know. And it's like, oh
0: damn.
2: But then they get to do the cartoon where they're young, okay, and go about That's there. Better. But yeah, there's been plenty of times I've been watching this cartoon where they like, they've invented a suit that can literally map out any type of genetic ability, and then modify the human body to immediately take on those powers. And they're literally Seems just handy. like, and they're just fucking around digging holes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you found a way to, <laughs> you found a way to rewrite human DNA and then immediately put it back with no damage whatsoever. Like the medical applications for this are I insane. Don't and want to like,
0: cure cancer. I want to make people into dinosaurs.
2: (laughs) Exactly. It's very much like that where it's just like, wow, look at all the good this technology could do. But it's like, yeah, but how high could we jump if we were a grasshopper?
0: (laughs) Yep. Uh. (laughs) That's still the best line of dialogue in a comic ever in the history of the world.
2: Yes. Stegron
0: explaining his philosophy of life to Spider-Man hey look at this thing you've invented you could be curing cancer you could do all these great things for the world I don't want to cure cancer I want to turn people into dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes
1: you that can't argue
0: with that fucking logic
2: man that's peak comic book right there It
0: is. That, it just doesn't get much better than that <laughs> oh shit alright Chad um, We've. I think we've really gotten to the bottom of.
2: I've alienated everyone. (laughs) Thing, it's my fault.
0: Good. I mean, whatever. I think that's (laughs) our whole purpose here is to just blather on about nothing. uh, Yeah. And and see how long it takes to lose the audience. So
2: (laughs) not long in this case.
0: I'm going to take a wild guess and say it didn't take long in this case. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so there's that. And um, you know what? You can follow us at Coast City Comics, at the Coast City Comics Club, at Funbox Monster Podcast, at The Rad Wraith, at Um Actually Comics. And you can purchase things from CoastCityComics.com, which is a website that is run by chad and i and we sell things <laughs> and it's
2: fun hopes and dreams that's what i sell, we sell
0: your hopes and dreams <sighs> someday we're gonna figure out how to make it all work
2: and then when you get them i completely fuck you over in a wishmaster type scenario yeah what i do
0: <laughs> excellent <Fine. laughs> i can't wait <laughs> all right chad i'm all going right. to see you later you will Okay.
2: Good night. Okay. Good night.